With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview show in association with Luke Roper. If you stay tuned, we'll be giving you a chance to win a piece of their performance range tonight. So make sure you're watching all the way to the end. As you can see, not just Dolan and myself tonight, we've got the main man, the guy who, just to be fair, every time we have him on, he's, he's smashed it even further. It's, it's Nathan Dorr with us tonight. Big Villa fan, absolutely smashing his career at the moment. Nathan, how are you? I'm all right. Thank you for that lovely talk up. Oh. Um, I'm good. How are you two boys? It's been a long time. Good, yeah, man. nice to have you on yeah. after a win. Because... Yeah, because let's face it, in the last month or so, there hasn't been too many wins, so we've picked a good one to get you on. Let's start mm. with your career then, Nathan, at the moment. As I say, even since the last time we had you on, it felt like you were absolutely doing bits, and now it's going even further. You've got a new single out tomorrow, way too long. We want to try and get the pre-orders up on iTunes tonight, don't we? So... Tell everyone a little bit about it. Yeah, it's just a real, like, feel-good summer tune. And um, anyone that's heard it already, like, the team and my friends and family are just like, it's your best one, it's amazing, and it just makes everyone smile because it's such a feel-good vibe. Um, so, yeah, it's out at midnight, and if any fellow Villa fans after this can jump on iTunes and pre-order it for 59p, it will massively, massively help. So, um, yeah, iTunes, Nathan Door, way too long. 59p, grab it, and it will really help a fellow villain. But it's out at midnight, and um, yeah, everyone loves it, and I think it's going to get received really well. So I'm really excited for it to drop. Yeah, I went in big with the 59p earlier and, and got it myself. <laughs> Dolan, Dolan, you gonna, Dolan, you're going to break yeah, the man. I like, so? I like Amory. She's, she's got a great voice. She's got a great mm. voice, Amory. So uh, I've met her met her once at a, at a, friend's, at a friend's party, and um, oh, you know, she obviously, she's, well, she, she was, she's part of the the rudimental crew, you know. So um, one of my pals looks after looks after them. So uh, she's she's really cool and really lovely girl and a, and a great great vocal as well. So um, yeah, you, you've got some great vocalists: Sally Henderson, Amory. Um, yeah, man, you've, yeah. you've picked up some little great, mix as well. Some like little mix, yeah. yeah. Some great, some great, uh, some great female. Yeah, totally, man. So yeah, I mean, buzzing for it. So like I say, you just seem to get better and better and. I think next time we we're in the away end, they'll definitely know who, who you are this time mate, after after that way. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. But, uh, but no, yeah, it's just it's been a mad I can't think when the last time I was meant to be on or on, but it has been a mad um, kind of twelve months. And as bad as it's been being in the pandemic and not being able to watch the footy, um, you know, I've managed to keep myself busy and just amazing. And obviously being nominated for the for the Brit Award oh, is just made awards, but, yeah, yeah, it's but. just it was just kind of a bit of a nice something nice to receive at the end of such a mad year to be like well done it's kind of we noticed that you worked hard and and here you go so yeah it's been a mad year but i just can't wait to get back to being down the villa if i'm being brutally honest yeah. we're, we're all exactly the same and it's worth saying that dolan said he would buy the single to support Anne marie but that he didn't say anything about supporting you and also <laughs> worth saying that you named all the all the great people that you've worked with but you didn't talk about <laughs> dirty blue nose jk we don't talk about him on this yes. show with as well no. He's banned on this show. Yeah, we don't we don't want to talk about him. I mean, 
to be fair, you've you've took advantage of lockdown and really, Nathan, Villa have as well. It's been a good time, even though none of us have been in the ground generally. It's been a great time to be a Villa fan through a lockdown. Yeah, I think, look, as much as we're all missing it, we can't say that we've had it hard when it comes to actually watching our team. I think, like, imagine going through the relegation battle from your bedroom or your front room. It would be horrible, but it's actually enjoyable. You're looking forward to the weekends now because you're going into every game, or maybe not up until very recently, but you're going into every game thinking, well, how many are we going to win by today then? Um, And, you know, that for me, during the peak of lockdown, was such a, just a release of taking you out of the real world for a bit and just enjoying the football because it was so, so exciting. And um, I just hope when we do get back in the ground, it can continue because I know at times Villa Park, we can all agree, can be very toxic. And I think some of the games we've won this season, we might not have because we didn't start the best or whatever, um, mm. or even with even with Fulham, like you know, going a goal down. Imagine yeah. that, you know, with a full ground. I don't know how that would have turned out, but but no, fingers crossed it, it continues when the fans are back. Yeah, I mean, you hope that everyone's just been away for so long that everyone's just going to embrace it and be so so positive. I mean, there should be ten thousand in for the last home game of the season against Chelsea. I mean, but really. Dolan, we're all waiting for it to be full again and everyone to be allowed to go, aren't we? Yeah, and it's, it's weird because you think of players like Matty Cash and, and, and you know, Watkins, all of the new recruits, you, you kind of feel like they've been they've been at Villa for, for, for so long because we've all welcomed them and they've been such, yeah. they've had such a great season. But we've never seen them play in the flesh. We've never seen them at, at, at Villa Park. And um, they're, you know, if it's going up their game... Um, and I think there's been pros and cons, as, as Nathan said. There's been pros and cons of of not having having fans, and in, in, in the sense that, you know, Fulham on Sunday would have we we would have we would have got restless. You know, it's not been an easy last sort of four four or five weeks. You look at Spurs at home, um, uh, Brighton Brighton away, and there's there's just been some games where it's it's been pretty turgid, and I think with fans it might have it might have got a little bit edgy, but. Uh, listen, I think I think everyone next season is just going to be delighted to be back, delighted to be back in the stadium, delighted to 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 be hanging out with their mates again, delighted kind of you know that Saturday feeling when you get up at you know eight nine o'clock and straight to the ground, straight to the pub, and just having that just having that day out with with your mates that it's just so much because let's be honest, watching football on your own or you know watching football with, with a mate in in your front room is just not the same. It's just, it's not the same, and going to going to football for me it's 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 as much about seeing your mates having a day out as it is going to the game. So, yeah, really miss it, mate. And um, hopefully we're not not too far away now. Yeah, Nathan, it was Fulham on on Sunday. We we managed to get three points, as you say. At one point, it wasn't looking too great. It was mm. Trezeguet and Keenan Davis that came mm. on and and turned the game. I mean, I don't think many people would have called that beforehand, but it was great to see players making an impact from the bench because there hasn't actually been a lot of that this season from Villa. Yeah, there's that, but I'm also impressed that we changed it quite early into the game compared to what we're used to. I yeah. think, the, and the changes obviously paid off, and they were the right changes. I'm a massive fan of Keenan Davis. I don't think everyone is, but I mean, I am. But I think he just adds just a bit more strength and like bullies defenders a bit more. And when we kind of went into that type of four-four-two formation when he came on I just thought we looked so much better and um mm. you know Ram- even Ramsey like in the middle mm. just completely just it just turned the game on its head and um I mean the goal like when Keenan's chased down that defender relentlessly and nicked it off yeah. him and 
And then to put that, that to put that cross in, yeah, it's just it's brilliant. And like you know, I tweeted at the time, a little bit excited. I feel like he deserves a start, but I, I genuinely think like maybe he deserves a start like in one of these next coming games because he does add that something different. That he, I'm not saying drop Ollie for him, but I nah. think we could work a way of playing them both and just seeing what happens because yeah, when them when them subs were made, we were like a just a completely different team. And then I also want to just say a massive well done to Mings because the way mm. he kind of picked himself up and the team after such a dreadful mistake um, is what leaders do. And mm. it was just amazing for him to, to do that. And I'm so glad we got the win for him, really, in the end, because I think he would have had a lot of stick and got slaughtered if we had lost that game or even drawn. Um, so I'm just glad we got the three points and we managed to, to put it out of the bag because we haven't done that going a goal behind this season. So it's good to see a bit of character. Now, it was the first time since Watford at home in January 2020. I think it was the first time we've come from behind and won a game. So it was a long, long time ago now. So it was great to see us kind of get rid of that monkey off our back. Stolen, over over the last few weeks, people have been calling for us to to do something different and change something. And and really, I'm surprised it has taken so long for him to do something. But it was quite a drastic change for Smith because he's... He likes to play his set formation. He doesn't like to really deviate away from that. But going 4-4-2 in the middle of the second half, it did change things for us. Do you think there's any chance of him doing the same thing on, on Saturday against Liverpool? Because I, I don't really. I mean, tossing on Nathan's point about starting Davis, you can start Davis because Watkins can, Watkins can play out wide. But then, oh, for me, that. you have to you have to start Trezeguet after after Sunday. And start you, can't really drop, you can't really drop... Because I thought he, I thought he can, he can turn a game on its head again. I thought, I thought his assist for Watkins was was exa- exactly what he does, and um, it was, you know, it, it it sealed the game. But I don't know. There's part of me that thinks if I know it was a, it was an awful mistake, but there's part of me that thinks that that Mings mistake really woke us up because I that that game for me was heading for for a nil. It it, it had nil nil written over it. They weren't they weren't they weren't doing anything particularly. They didn't really cause any threat. Um, I didn't even think they they played. Good football. I thought they were really, they looked really nervous, um, and so did we. Two two teams on, on a really bad on a bad um, run of form. So I think that Ming's mistake really woke us up. Um, and again, Ramsey coming on, and I, I don't think he's quite right to start. I think when he comes on games, I think that's when we see. That's what we see as him really good against Arsenal when he came on at home. I, I thought he was sensational. Um, Wolves, he was sensational. Um, and then he, I thought he was brilliant on on. Uh, um, on on Sunday, he just sort of stopped. He just sort of completely stopped their midfield because because they they were playing straight through us. Like um, your man, Har- is it Harrison? What's his name in the middle of the park for Fulham? Harrison Reid. Harrison Reid. He he had he had the freedom of Villa Park. He was just spraying balls left, right, and centre. Um, and I thought Ramsey came on and, and just completely put a stop to that. And Chesagay's work rate was unbelievable. And and Keenan, listen, I've been. Not critical of him. I've just been sort of talented how it is. He he doesn't score goals. He, he he's not a goal scorer. But I tell you what, if if he can bring that kind of uh, impact to a game and um and change a game uh, like with his with his with his with his pressing his 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 strength his pace and mm. to pick out a pass for Trez the back post you know you don't need goals if you if you can if you can do that because he was um he was incredible for for, the, for those fifteen to twenty minutes. So um yeah, big respect for. For Keenan, he was uh, he was sensational. Yeah, let's play Dean Smith for a second, Nathan, because this is how I think Villa could actually go and get something from the game. On let's say that he won't move away from playing with the front three; he's not going to go four four two. If you're playing Keenan up top 
on his own, I think Liverpool at centre-half can be got out this season without Van Dijk at Gomez. So straight away, mm-hmm. I think you've got an option there, someone that's really going to bully their centre-backs. Trezeguet on the right, working hard, doing what he does. But I think actually shifting Watkins out to the left for this game mm-hmm. and him getting in between the right centre-back and Trent Alexander-Arnold, who we saw the other week, and sorry, the other night in the Champions League, can be got out. I think that's a pathway for Villa to perhaps get something and perhaps even go on and win the game there, I would say. That makes life difficult for Liverpool. I agree. I think Traore has been brilliant. Um, so I definitely want to to fit him somewhere in the mix. But Trez has got a start, in my opinion. Um, I think he was unfairly left out of the team earlier in the season. Um, I can't remember quite who was injured in come he back. Got in, and took his he, place. he got injured and he just couldn't get back yeah. in. Trez yeah. yeah, I feel like when he was back though, he deserved he deserved to be back in because I think he was playing amazing. And the fact that he's come and done what he did last week tells me he he's got to start. But I would I would like to start with Davis, but if we're talking about Dean Smith, he's just he's not going to, in my opinion. Um he's gonna stick with probably the, the same formation definitely as as the Fulham game and you know you'll probably bring Trezeguet in from from the off, but and Jack Jack's I, I, probably going to be back as well for this game. So does Jack come in? You know, mm-hmm. does he play in behind Watkins? Maybe beginning the least. I, I, I think Jack could be back. No, you, you don't think so? I I think I you. Mean, I've got no idea, but, but no, I thought so. no idea. Oh, well, we won't. I, we don't know until there's a press conference. Do we? Even when there is a press conference, yeah. he then goes and gets injured yeah. the day before the game anyway. So we'll find out an hour before. Yeah. I'm just going to assume he's not playing nowadays. I think that's going to be my my stock thing to do. I mean, the club between a rock and a hard place, really, with with what they do with with announcing things, because I don't think they can win either way now. At at the moment, I I thought they played it perfectly last week. It was just unfortunate that that he got injured the last training session before the game. Don, do you like the, the sound of that front three that I came up with? Um, I wasn't listening. What did you, you say again? You've already, you've already forgotten it, so that's great. Great, great <laughs> listening from you. Davis up front, Trez on the right, and then Watkins playing on the left, getting in between the right centre back and Alexander Arnold because he can be got out. No, 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 no. I think um, no. I think we uh, I think we, oh. we 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 bring in Trez. We keep Watkins up top. Um, we keep him again higher up the pitch, closer to Watkins. I thought he was brilliant on um on Sunday. Um, John again back to his best. And we, we keep trying on the right. And I think we do what we did. With, we we bring on Davis if we need to with the last, in the last 15, 20 minutes. Because as you say, they, they're back four, especially their, their two centre halves can be can be got at. But I just don't think he's got the confidence to to start. Um, if he does start, I think we just go for, we just go all out 4-4-2 um, because that's what suits him. Um, I think that little, the, 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 the link up between him and Watkins, I think he needs somebody alongside him. Um, I think... He, he can get isolated up there on his own. A couple of balls come up, they don't stick, they bounce off, and he, he lacks a bit of confidence. I think he needs someone up there close to him. Um, but for me, no, I think I think we 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 keep it as that. We keep as is. We probably drop El Ghazi, bring in um, Trezeguet, and then I think we'll we'll see we'll see. I mean, for me, Sanson maybe would be the one that you maybe take off. I thought he he wasn't. He what wasn't. Did you, yeah, I was going to say, what did you what did you think of Sanson? Because I wasn't impressed against Bullock. Just thought the game passed him by a little bit. I just thought he looked a little bit leggy, a little bit rusty. I I just think coming into the leagues, being January's been a bit of a culture shock for him. It's early um, days. He's very much early, it's early days. days. It's early days, and I think he just needs a preseason under his belt. Um, you know, it may sound definitely a player there. Oh yeah, it's totally, nice, technique. You know, nice technique. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think, you know, you look at someone like Louise and, I mean, you look at half that score from last season and, and, and how much they've stepped up. I think he, he, he there's definitely, as you said, there's definitely a player in there. Um, but I would probably, I would probably bring in uh, Nakamba on 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 Saturday, um, have Nakamba and Louise sitting with with McGinn further up top, start Trezeguet, uh, Troy and Watkins, and the back five, the back four, and the keepers stay stay the same. Mm. I just hope we attack. I don't mm. want to sit back. Well, yeah, we, I mean, well, we there, I mean, I, I think the thing is, the thing is with Liverpool, I mean. They have nothing to play for in the league. I think top four is finished. Can't see nah, any can, of those top still, five. They can still get top four. They can still I, get top four. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but I just can't see. I just can't see Leicester. I can't see United. I can't see Chelsea, and uh, and you can't see West Ham really at the minute. Um, Not finishing below them. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I think they're gonna. I I hope they're gonna have one eye on Madrid on on, uh, on Wednesday night next Wednesday night because. You know they 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 go full against us and 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 uh, a few of their players pull up um, with injury. Then for me, they're they're one shot at, at silverware and the one shot the routine the season's finished. You you look at that team they started against Fulham. That team they started against Fulham and Fulham beat them one 0 was weaker than the team that they played against our, our under our under it scenes. You yeah, know they Jones. You know so I would um I would hope the top's got one eye on them because he, he has to win on Wednesday they have to win on Wednesday they, they just have to um, it'll be a Barcelona part two when when they when they pull off that, that phenomenal victory against Barca so I would hope that he's gonna he's gonna rest one or two but who knows who knows their, their, their home record's been so appalling that I think they just need to stop stop that rod at home uh, and, and get, try, try and pick up a win but you know, it's uh, it's still a tough game, regardless of, of what team uh, they put out. Yeah, Nathan, I mean, Liverpool haven't won at home since the 16th of December in the league, so we might as well congratulate them on the three points now. Because <laughs> we, we all know that. Going. I mean, I don't, they haven't scored for their last three home games in the league either, so mm. it's just everything's pointing towards a Liverpool win if you're a Villa fan. It is. I think, yeah. you know, if Jack is back, which I'm not hopeful on, but if he is, I think it's going to give everyone such a boost um, you never know what might happen. But even without, you know, I think if we show the kind of second half display, well, last 25 minutes display that we played against Fulham, then we've got every chance. And I think when we obviously thrashed Liverpool at the start of the season, I think we all thought they're going to get their own back at Anfield. But now it's actually, the, the season's gone the way it's gone. Um, you know, we can do the double. And I don't know when the, you'll probably know the stats between you, but oh. the last time we did, has we did it, them twice. Has it ever, has it even happened? <laughs> it, I was going to say, has it ever happened? Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's happened in my lifetime. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Even even under O'Neill, we were still getting pumped fours and fives um, yeah. at their place. So, yeah. uh, I, I don't think, I, I think you have to go way, way back in time. I'm, so, I'm quite, this, I'm this quite team, confident. This team's broken records. Mm. You know, this mm. team's, no, this team's, this season's been a season where they where they've broken records. You know, you look at the clean sheet, the clean sheet records there to be broken. You know, it's our our highest point tally in the Premier League since what oh nine ten. Mm. Um, so this team this team's been been breaking little records. You know, we did the, the double against Arsenal for the first time since what ninety one mm. maybe I think it was. So you you, you never say never, um, and I think they'll be they'll be buzzing after Sunday to kind of get that monkey off the back as well, like. The, the fact that they that they won a game with without Jack and they, and we came from behind, which is the first time that we've, we've done that this season as well. So yeah, I think if we get some sort of result, like some sort of result, will really just kick us off. I reckon 
for the end of the season and we can go on a little bit of a run again. Because let's be honest, in recent weeks, it's not been brilliant. And um, yeah. it would be nice to just finish the season strong and not just totally. waste all that hard work. Totally. I totally yeah. agree, mate. And I, I don't want to, yeah, as you say, I don't want to end the season on a low note because it's been such a great season. It's been yeah. such a brilliant season. And uh, I just want to end end the season on a high. It's a tough run. And after Liverpool, you've got City. We've got to play Everton twice. We've got to play United. We've got to play uh, Spurs, Spurs away. United at home. I've said that. Uh, Chelsea at home. It's, it's a tough. It's a tough would last. You, would you take? Would you take a definite top half finish now if it was offered? Yeah. 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 Tenth. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I, Oh, 100%. I call 12 at the start of the season, but yeah, I'd take. I just want to finish ahead of Leeds and ahead of Arsenal. That's um, what I want. That's all I want as well. Ahead I don't of Leeds, know why. I feel that. I feel. I mean, I just want to beat, beat Leeds because they've got this weird rivalry, but I feel like finishing ahead of Arsenal, as crap as they are, it's nice. still pro, it's, it's good progress to finish yeah. above a side like that. And also, it kind of proves Emmy Martinez right for, for saying Villa with the bigger club as well and, and finishing yeah. above. Because I actually think, Nathan. Villa can go. Villa stabilised in the Premier League now. I think. I think obviously last season was was touch and go, but now we are a stable Premier League club again. We've got ambitious owners who will spend money. The next step is the exciting one for the club, and obviously, I think the fans coming back in next season. I think next season could be a really, really special season for the football club because they will spend money in the summer. I really hope what you just said doesn't turn into a meme next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Covid part one hundred. No fans back no, in. Been renegade. I, I, yeah, I agree. It feels great now, and um, I think I definitely agree that we are a stabilised club in the Premier League, and hopefully some of these Martin O'Neill days can come back because there's a few people that you know are Villa fans now that never got to experience that, and they've only ever known bad times. And I think mm. you know it would just be nice to be knocking around them, you know, top seven, top six, you know, European spots, and just having fun all season and having a roller coaster at the top rather than at the bottom and um, yeah. I agree I think a couple more signings just to really solidify the squad and it's going to be an exciting year it really is who, who would you like to see in next season if, uh, any 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 players that sort of we, we touched on it last week I'm, I'm obviously well up for seeing Tammy back but who would you like to see come in if you could if you could pick a few see having Tammy back would you play him and Oli yeah because you could for me that uh, Watkins gives us that extra that extra presence on on the flanks, which we don't have. Mm. Is that extra option? Yeah, I think for me, I would like to see Tom Kearney in a bit of Kearney, shirt. Eh? He's barely played for Fulham. Really? Yeah, I know. Nowhere, I do. Nowhere, yeah. Here. And we've got bad whenever, memories of Tom Kearney as well. I know he's been he's not been the, the the kindest to us, but I still think that the player I've always wanted him at, in, at the Villa, like always. And I genuinely think you know, all right, he might turn out to be a bit of a bit part player, but I think he adds something to the squad. Um, but obviously, Tammy, for me, I think he wants to play football and prove people wrong. And I think it might be a bit of a Emmy Martinez situation where if he comes to Villa like properly this time, he's going to want to prove Chelsea wrong so much, the same way Emmy has with Arsenal. And um, I think it would really... And obviously, he gets on with all the lads that are there already. Mm. So for yeah, me, yeah, it's solidifying the the strike force it'd be not it'd be good to get like a bit of a world class like winger mm. that we mm. can just rely on week in week out but i'm not really thinking of any names straight to my head but i know there's been a couple like tossed around um i mean i mean to be fair you're, i'm going to be honest you tom kearney show 
and there'll be a few people listening thinking, I hope he doesn't win that Brit Award anymore. That's an awful job. come on, Nathan. Get some ambition. We've got to be aiming higher than Tom right, again. True, true, true. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> stuck in the Steve <laughs> Bruce days. We're not in the championship anymore, Nathan. <laughs> we're, we're, we're top, top 10 in the Brem now, mate. Yeah, you, 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 can't, you can't say, though, like, on his day, when I've seen him, like, personally, for me, I think, I think there is a quality player there, but, like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to persuade you guys because clearly you don't, you don't. Know we, <laughs> we can, we can, we can edit that bit out after, after yeah, yeah, we, take, after take we go off. This, this ain't live, is it? <laughs> yes, I, 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 I didn't actually tell you before you came on that we are actually live. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, when I've, when I've, when I, when I have seen him on his day, I've only ever seen him play well when I watch him. I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's a place mm. for him on the bench to keep it warm. But um, you know, just I just want a few more options off the bench because I feel like Yeah, we need to change things up. We need a bigger got, squad. Yeah. Towards then still. Yeah. yeah. It's the, it's the same like... subs. It's the same subs every week. And like to have a few more on there would be great. I'd go out for uh for, for Pedro Neto at Wolves. I think he's unbelievable. I think he's incredible. They would, they would not so, sell him to us. No, no I know they won't. I know they won't, but he is he's he's but he won't be to us. Yeah. Yeah, um, Saar at Watford, he's he's been he's mm-hmm. been talked about, but I don't know again if I he's really. Gonna, but yeah, we definitely we, we definitely going, need we're to be going bigger. We're going to be going. We bigger need two wingers. We need two wingers and a striker, and we need we need cover at left back and cover at right back. Uh, I think that's what, what we need to be looking at, and maybe maybe another another centre half. Nah, we won't be messing around with the, these players from Watford and Fulham that, that you two are talking about. I don't think I think we'll be going big in the summer from what I've heard. But Nathan, what what we have had that's good in the in the last few weeks, well, all season really, in the last week or so, Esri Conte has been tied down to a long term contract. There's rumours that Cash and Louise are next. We've had Mings, Jack, and McGinn all tied up in the last 12 months. It's important to get the players that have established themselves as first team players tied up, and then try and improve on them because that's how you get better. But we don't want to be a feeder club again because. Oh. It's just like it's just the worst heartbreak ever. And like watching a watching a player come in, smash it, and then go and do it for someone else. It's just horrible. Um, so I think the the things you've just touched on there does show that we are becoming a a very stabilised club that ain't here to play games, and we're here for the long haul. And I think that is the most important thing. It's not all about going out and getting all these flash players. When you've got a squad of players that click, work together, and work well, um, it's more important to tie them down you know, rather than shipping them on and then replacing them. So that's really smart business by the club and a few players and Tom Kearney on the way, then maybe find them for next season. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the smartest pieces of business in the last 12 months actually has been from Liverpool, bringing in Jota from Wolvesdale. And I mean, I never thought he had uh, the, the form that he's had in him this season in his locker, to be honest, at Wolves. I always thought he was a little bit in and out a good player, but never someone that would go on and play for one of the top teams and be absolutely smashing it. He's the danger man, isn't he? On, on yeah, Saturday. yeah, he was good. He was good. He, he was even good against us at at Villa uh, Park. He, he he was one of their better, one of their better players. But yeah, they've missed him. Uh, they've missed him massively. Yeah, um, bossy man. He loves a goal against Villa as well. He seems to seems to bang them in every time. He's, off, he's off form as well. Annoying. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd rather someone come into it on form. In all honesty, yeah. I don't like when people yeah. come in off form. It was interesting. I was watching the game on Sunday with a couple of Fulham fans, and, and when they when they went one up, I was like, "Well, listen, boys, you've you've won the game. We don't come from behind." And they were like, "We're Fulham. We are Fulham." And then. Uh, just ten ten minutes, you know, we were like, because they were saying, well, you know, Sunderland didn't win a game all kind of year, and then Fulham rock up and Sunderland beat Fulham at home for the first time, and like, you know, their first win at home in like twelve months. But uh, yeah, listen, 
I'm still going in there with with kind of a take a point mentality. Um, because that is your mentality every week. Oh, it I don't is. Think I've ever, I don't think I've ever heard you say not say that. Especially, especially away from home. Uh, I just never fancy us. But um, yeah, they're, I mean, they've got quality players. I mean, they've got quality players all, all over the place. I just think we can get at them. I think we can get at them. I think their their back four is not 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 on not on form. And um, Allison's been a little, little bit little bit hot and cold this this season as well. So I just think we can. Um, there's never going to be a better time to go downfield. Let's put it that way. There's never going to be a better time to go downfield. They have not won there since mid-December. I'm scored a goal in in so many right. games. They've lost to Burnley there. They've lost to Brighton there. They've lost to Fulham. You know, you, you, Everton beat them for the first time in what 20 years at downfield. You got to go there and 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 take it and and, and try and get the three points and um, happy days. But it's still a tough game, mate. You know, they've still got quality. With that in mind, then let's go in with the the final segment. It's the what's the score Nathan Door segment. What what do you think the score is going to be on Saturday? I'm going to go for two two. Two two. Nice. Mm-hmm. Dolan will take that. Dolan will take that all day. It's, 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 it's going to be two two with Watkins and Trez. Nice. Nice. I mean, Dolan, I haven't got a fancy rhyme for you other than don't take the piss, Chris. So, what, what do you think the score is? Um, I'll go. I'll go one all. I think. I think we'll get a score draw. I think it'll be one all. Um, yeah, I'm going for a point. I'm going to predict us to lose just because every time I do that, it never happens. And also, I just think with all those stats that we've read out, it would just be peak Villa to turn up and get get rocketed, but by, by Liverpool. But hopefully, I mean. The other thing that we're missing out on this Saturday that we haven't discussed is it's a Saturday, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, yeah. We have not had one of them all season. Unbelievable. First time, possibly the first time since COVID hit that we've had a Saturday, 3 p.m. kickoff. And it's, funnily enough, it's against Liverpool, which you wouldn't think would be the one of the games that was put on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Yeah, mm. no, definitely. You're right, man. I actually never... Have we not had a 3 o'clock kickoff all season? No, I'm almost 100% sure. Almost 100% sure. That's bizarre. So yeah, that'll be that'll be weird. It'll be interesting, mate, for the team use at two o'clock instead of half four, half five, or mm. whatever it's been all 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 year. But um, yeah, it's like I say, it's, it's a tough running. And I, I, if being realistic, I can only really see us maybe getting another eight or nine points on the board. Um, but I called it about about two weeks ago. I was saying you know anything around fifty-two to fifty-five points would be would be an incredible haul for the season. Um, That's doable. It's doable. I think it's doable. I mean, where are we now? 44. Can we get another 10 points on the board? Yeah, possibly. But um, still great stats. 113, drawn five. I mean, you know, even a few of those losses. I, again, you look at the season. It's been a great season. But hindsight, you look at Newcastle um, away. You look at Sheffield's United away. You look at you look at uh, Burnley away when we were playing. We were playing some outstanding football. You could easily add another seven or eight points on that now, and we'd be, we're pushing mm. top four. Yeah, so. that, I think that is the frustrating thing. We could, be, we could be West Ham. That's the annoying thing, I think. Yeah. That's why people are a, a little bit uptight at the moment, because I think there is an element of frustration, isn't there, Nathan? That as well as we're doing, there has been some poor results recently in games yeah. that we should have done better in. It is. Like, that is, when you watch West Ham and you're thinking how much fun their fans are having right now, there's a bit of jealousy, because we were we were playing as we well, if not better than we them. We were that team. Like, and that should have been us, you know, not them claret and blues. It should have been us. So it's like, I understand the frustration, but we also had to be realistic and, you know, realise that if it wasn't for a point, that we wouldn't even be sitting here today talking about playing Liverpool um, last season. So, like, for, for me, you have to remind yourself and humble yourself at times and be like, come on, let's be realistic now. A top top 10 would be absolutely brilliant. 
But I understand the frustration because you're thinking we could be really pushing for that top four spot, which would just be like dream come true stuff for us. I think it would feel like the way Leicester felt when they won the league if we managed mm. to pull that off. Um, that's why it's frustrating because we genuinely had the talent to do it, I think. And like Dolan has just highlighted them three like pathetic losses, really, that we, we should have won. Um, and that's where it's frustrating because you think there's nine points there straight away, seven points that we could have just, you know, leapfrogged into that top four. So it's frustrating, but let's not try and end the season on like a sour note and just enjoy, you know, the last yeah. the last quarter of the, the season. Yeah, Definitely. fingers crossed that's what happens. I mean, before we go, let's just say about our little competition that we've got going with our sponsors, Luke Roper. You will have the chance to win a Crunch T-shirt. It's part of their performance wear. You can see it at the moment. Crunch. I've got their performance wear on, and they've held a gun to my head and told me to say that this performance wear, it really, really is top-notch. I'm only joking. It actually is top-notch. <laughs> top notch. I can vouch as to my fellow athletes that their performance <laughs> was really good to work out. And I've been doing my PT in their performance Fellow gear athletes. all week. And it's really, really, it's really, really comfortable. So, yeah, it's worth winning the Crunch T-shirt if you can. All you got to do is like the post on Instagram, follow the Villa View on Instagram, and follow Luke Roper on Instagram. And if you want to spend 59p and buy Nathan Dawes single as well, that might, if you can prove you've done that, that might stand you in good stead. You might even have even more <laughs> chance of winning. Dolan, if he's allowed to come and play, might be on the first match on, on Saturday. Yeah, depends, he's not sure. Is that not... depends on the weather. The missus wants to have a day out, so because we we reopen on Monday, so back back to back to normality on on, on Monday. So the missus wants to have a day out, and uh, you know, happy wife, happy life. So uh, it looks like it's going to rain, which is good. Not signed oh, off yet. I'm not signed off either. I might be able to stay in and, and crack a few cans up, but I'm, I'm watching the match and, and join you for, for a beer. So uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We've got a special guest on Saturday as well. Everyone's buzzing that Lion of Duty's back. I might well get his rank wrong here in the program, but we've got DCI Buckles. I've forgotten his real name. I'm just going to call him DCI. Nigel Boyle. Going to come on the show and join us on Saturday after the Liverpool game at five o'clock to talk about, hopefully, a Villa win at Anfield. Thanks ever so much for joining us tonight and watching the show live. And thanks to Nathan as well for joining Dolan and myself. I'm sure he'll be off now to FaceTime Tom Kearney's agent and say, look, I plugged him. I, got, I, <laughs> I put a word in. I put a word in. <laughs> I'm going to get in that move. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Get your eyes peeled on Tom Kearney to Villa. Thanks ever so much. Only one thing left to say, up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.